Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Hello there. Welcome to our October 21st and 22nd edition of Tech Talk for 2023. Glad to have you along. Saturday morning we are live. Sunday afternoon is a rebroadcast and the podcast for your lifestyle, whatever works, wherever you are. Glad to have you here whenever, wherever. We this weekend is myself, Alan Perry. Gary Beyer from Tesseract 2.0 Computing. And standing off in the distance. I'm Brian Pavlitish, your Tech Talk producer. You sound better than you did when you arrived. Yes. Uh, yeah, my throat is definitely still recovering. I got hit hard at the end of the week with a cold there. So How are Duna and Milo doing? Yeah, Milo's still kind of suffering. He uh, was up like every hour last night. Him Ow. and I have been... It's like if I'm not up already, he's up, and then I cough and I wake him up. And How to be miserable. Poor little guy. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Glad to have you yeah, here. No yeah. problem. Off the top, I want to say thank you to everybody who was so um, understanding and appreciative of the frustration we had last weekend with the, the Tech Talk show notes. Uh, we think we've got it. It, it. it turns out it was a Microsoft issue, uh, and it sort of resolved itself uh, late Saturday night. So for those of you on the Sunday show, most of you have the notes back. If anybody is still having a problem with the show notes, delete the bookmark you have now. Go to show notes, S-H-O-W-N-O-T-E-S dot C-A, create a new bookmark. If it gives you any indication of downloading or signing in, Click on your initials or picture in the corner, sign out, and do that. That should solve the problem. And then go check your downloads to make sure it didn't download, Brian, any really big files. It was trying to download the notes into your devices so you could edit them, but of course you don't have the edit privileges. Found that out on my machines, and I do have the privileges. (laughs) Yes. I had it. It wasn't even just like... Every time you tried it, it started again, it would just go. Don't, I would just yeah. see them start, start, start. Yeah. I had 30 downloads, and they were all, you know, they're all like 500 Four, megs Yeah, almost. because it's the entire year's worth of notes. Yeah. Yeah. I had 76, any consolation. <laughs> so, anyway, sorry for the apologies. Brian is working on a new system that will bypass. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. When we get there. But in the meantime, we're all huh. good. There are lots of things to look at in the uh, show notes today. More scams. A couple other things. We have an update for you on the Shaw Mobile to Rogers. For those of you that are on a tab, we have good news. One we'll do off the top, Brian, because you came up with a solution to this. Last weekend, Gary, we told people in answer to a question, uh, apps for scanning product barcodes to particularly find out the nutrition or cosmetics. And we found the best ones we could find, but they all had ads or something that would drive you crazy. And Brian, you came up with the answer. Yeah, well, actually, no. Uh, 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 listener John messaged me and said, hey, have you guys heard of Yuka? Uh, it's one that I use for scanning barcodes for nutritional information and stuff. So I don't. it won't necessarily do all barcodes. It's tailored towards that. Yeah, it's two categories, food and uh, cosmetics. Yep. Yeah, and vitamins, things like that. Yeah, those are the three. So I put it into the show notes. I put a picture there. Y-U-K-A, available free on Android and on Apple. No annoying ads. And when you scan the barcode, it pops up a little picture. You'll see, I did the version there. I just went to the cupboard, and there was uh, Classico Bolognese. So this is this is going to be an interesting one. Um, I've since my heart attack, I'm a lot more cognizant of what I'm eating. While my diet was good, now my diet has changed totally again. Where I'm very careful, and I have to read all of the labels to make sure I'm not getting certain things, and I'm getting other things. I'm going to load this onto my phone, and I have to go shopping tomorrow morning. So yeah. I'm going to use this, and I'm going to see what kind of a difference it makes in what I'm reading that's on the labels 
versus what the app is telling me what's on the barcode. Yeah, because it not mm-hmm. only gives you, in this case, the, the bolognese sauce came up with 75 out of 100, excellent. And then if you tap on that, mm. it gives you the full screen and it tells you why it says excellent. 51% for fruits and vegetables, 4 grams of protein, 3 grams of fiber, 90 calories, saturated fat, low, and then, then it scrolls down through all the categories. So if there's something that's more important to you than somebody else because of certain medical conditions, mm-hmm. like maybe salt, things like that. This will allow you not just to get an overall number, but to do that. But why it's giving that number. Yeah, so. and it also gives you the history. So if you don't like that product because, oh, that's not a good rating, but they don't have anything better, and you go to another store tomorrow and you find a different product, it'll allow you to see the history and the scores of everything you've scanned. So you can see, okay, this one is better. Oh, it's not that much better. But yeah. Yeah. So anyway, thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll report back to you. Yeah, it gives you products on a 1 to 100 scale and then a breakdown there. So Yuka is free on the Apple App Store and on the Google Play Store. More at yuka.io slash en for English slash app. But I put it into the show notes with some screenshots from me doing it last night. Uh, item number 12 in there. Okay, a uh, c- couple security things off the top. One that's not in the notes. Uh, it's a little, I was trying to figure out how to put it in the notes, but um, Bal uh, had this issue. She sent this really nice long email, yeah, so I, I thought I would share it. Bal, thank you for this. Just thought I would pass this on to you. I had a call from Rogers offering a discount of around $20 a month on their bill for two years for loyal customers. She was very pleasant, but asked a lot of questions she should know. Because I was just getting up, I might not have been on the ball as much as I should have been. She asked for my address, name, etc., which I gave her. At one point, I did say, shouldn't you already have this info? She said she was just verifying she had the right person. Okay, so that all sounds legitimate so far. And so I'm reading Val's email. She asked for my account number, which I didn't have handy. I said I didn't have it, and she expressed surprise and said, you don't have it memorized? Biggest red flag yet. And I said, why would I? Why would you have your Rogers account number memorized? I said I would have to look it up, but then I told her I thought she was a scammer. She said she wasn't, and I could verify it with the loyalty department and call her back to receive the promotion. I got her name and number and just needed to have my call answered as Rogers' verification. It didn't complete, so something went wrong there. But anyway, I called Rogers and asked them if they had a promotion on and told them about my call. I gave them her contact info, which is questionable at best. They didn't have anything on call placed to me and said the red flags were that they would never expect their customers to memorize their account number. And this is an important one why I wanted to share it with you. Mm -hmm. They don't say they're calling from Rogers. They'll say they are Rogers together with Shaw. That's the current branding. Rogers together with Shaw. And the employee's contact phone number's extension is not a three-digit one. I believe Rogers employees, if you were actually calling Fred back at, at Rogers Customer Care, I believe it would be a five-digit extension. Okay. Yeah, so I thought you might want to pass this on on your next program. It would be great if you emphasize that Rogers do not identify themselves just as Rogers when they call you. Uh, oh, Oh, part of the promotion she was offering was a senior's discount. She asked for my birth date, then did the flattery bit, which should have been an instant red flag. <laughs> Can't believe I almost got sucked in when I'm quite careful. Well, yeah. There you go. But they're, they're, the scams are getting, I hate to say it, better. Yeah. They're starting we to have use to be more that careful. Same, they're starting to use that same AI technology that's helping us in yeah. so many other aspects. Speaking of which, 
Uh, the AI one has arrived on Microsoft Edge. I put a screenshot of the one I think you'll care about the most, but everyone's different. In item 14 in the show notes, Microsoft Gary has updated its Edge web browser to include Copilot, its AI-powered assistant in the yes, upper right has. corner. Yes, it has. It's. I got the update last night on my home PC, yep. and lo and behold, this morning when I fired up my work laptop, mm-hmm. there it is. So it's now built in. It doesn't matter whether you're on a Mac or a PC or whatever. If you use the Microsoft Edge browser, you should see the new bluish-greenish Copilot logo in the top right corner. Yeah, Brian's brought it up. There There it is, is. Copilot. It can do many things, such as create an image in a wide variety of styles, summarize a long report or article, can even summarize a long email for you. If somebody sent Mm -hmm. you a seven-page email because they're having a bad day and want to rant, then... It'll boil it down. It can also write letters, emails, and reports. Um, but the one I thought you would most like is, on. I put a screenshot of what you see when you click on the Compose button. It says Write About, and then there's a box for you to give it up to 2,000 words on what you want it to write about. And then it says tone, and you can pick professional, casual, enthusiastic, Mm -hmm. informational, funny, or you can add another tone that you use a lot. And then the format, paragraph, email, ideas, blog post, length, short, medium, or long, etc. And then once you've picked those choices, like your restaurant menu, then you click on Generate Draft. Now, here's an interesting one, though. I have not logged into my Microsoft account on this laptop. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it kind of generic in case somebody says, ooh, I like it, I want to buy it. Mm-hmm. And then it's just easier yeah. to sell. So on my home one, it's automatically signed into my Microsoft account because I am. Mm-hmm. On this one... With the uh, co-pilot, it actually tells me, sign in to ask more questions and have longer conversations. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you want to stay signed out, you don't want a Microsoft account, you're not going to get the full power of co-pilot. Yeah. But you can still use it yes. if, you're, if you're concerned about that. But that's the whole idea because then it can synchronize with the documents. It's, it synchronizes yeah. with, with everything that is you and Microsoft. Yeah. What? Which could be a bit scary sometimes. So where can it pull information from and can it paste it anywhere other than it's like chat? Like, can you say, respond to this email for me? Yes. 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 And it will draft the email in response. Because I've the one, the desktop one, um, I've asked it to respond to an email and it was like, I had to feed it the email. Maybe yes. it's just not there yet. Yeah. But uh, now you'll be able. Now you'll be able to. That's why it pops up as a column on the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it can interface with what's already on the screen. So you would have to go to. You're not in your email program, but if you go to like Outlook.com, it can interact, interact with those because they're coming yeah. through on the browser. Yeah. Okay. And you can tell. And the one that I just did last night was I had it summarize summarize a 42 page Strata Council roofing report. I said, I said, oh, summarize man. this down in it, and it said, and I picked on short, and yep. it, it nailed it, ab- uh, perfect. The big thing about Copilot, and the reason it's called Copilot, is even when it does what you ask it to do, there will be a button at the bottom that says, okay, that was good. basically that was good, but okay, so now you can say yes, but focus more on yes, or you know, and so yeah, on everything you do, whether it's a picture, whether it's an email, whether it's a document. It, mm. it, it's a co-pilot. You're in charge, and you get uh, to do it. Now, I'm also looking at this, and, and Microsoft is good this way. Uh, right here where it says on, on my screen, generate page summary. Copilot is powered by AI, so surprises and mistakes are possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Disclaimer, the it's yeah. there. Yes. Yeah. 
there's that. So that's really impressive. So for for I just thought that would probably be the big one. If you're not great at writing things, especially if you are the president or the secretary of the strata council, that's the one I thought would be really mm-hmm. helpful for strata councils. Mm-hmm. This is really good. If you need to write an email to the entire strata council explaining why you should not put carbon cardboard in the and the recycling, things like that, but you're cranky and you want it done. You know, I like those styles. <laughs> Professional, casual, enthusiastic, informational, funny. So try it out. Yep. And just, just play around with it before you need it. And then there. And that's going to be rolling out more and more. Okay, Saturday morning we are live. We'd love to help you out with anything we can. We've got some texts and emails waiting already, but phone lines get priority. So 250-386-1161 on any phone. Star 1070 will work on a Canadian mobile phone and text to 107010 from within Canada. Sorry to John in Port Angeles. No, you'll have to email us if you want to do it that way, if you don't want to call, because texts don't work from America unless you have a Canadian plan. 107010 is the text number. Include your first name. When we come back, uh, Adobe unveiled some really impressive uh, new technology. And we'll actually, even though you won't be able to see it, We'll put the links into the notes there. I think you're going to be impressed. One involves videos, the other involves dresses. Twenty after the hour on Tech Talk for October twenty-first. Is up very very early this morning, taking Emma, our international student from Germany, to her first rowing regatta at Elk Lake. So if you're going by Elk Lake, you will see a herd of people there and lots more out on on the water. That's an impressive lot of organization done by it volunteers. Really is, but really, what I wanted to mention to you about this one, uh, we've been talking about <laughs> this earlier, and you know, Brian has his 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 child, and I've done this whole raising children thing. Yeah. And now Alan, he has two teenagers for the first time in his life. And yeah. I think I think my biggest <laughs> word to Alan in this one would be, wah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a whole new thing. I oh, have, yeah. I have awesome new respect for parents now. If you go down to the bottom of the show notes, by the way, I put a picture in from last week. Uh, the weather wasn't great, but we wanted to get out and do a hike. So my friends Rick and Zach and I took Emma uh, up to Jocelyn Peak, that Brian knows, oh, in yes. Highlands and Gowan yes. Todd. Park. Even in cloudy weather, you get an awesome view overlooking Saanich Inlet and Finlayson Arm. So, yeah, I just popped a picture in there. So, I liked it so much, that's where we had our wedding. That's right. Yeah. I, I thought of that when I put that in there. And also, our sign of the week is just below that. Thank you to everybody that keeps sending these signs in. Uh, you can never get too many. This is one from Girton's Garage near the Victoria Airport. Anyway, um, Brian, you've got a cue sheet there because you're so much better. Now that you've got internet back, <laughs> yes. do you want to try... Um, oh, yeah, what's for- Project Primrose. You got it. And, oh, yeah. I'll, and I'll do one other thing with, with Gary here. Okay, so text coming in. Okay, so Marie... Oh, yes, okay. So, uh, brain going in three directions. So, <laughs> before I read Marie's email, I'll go back up to the uh, tech deals this weekend. Gary's got a couple we'll talk about, but I'll give you a heads up on two here. Darren at Freedom Mobile Mayfair texted me. They're offering an Apple iPhone 14 128 gig model for just $15 a month for 24 months on a $45 a month service plan, which gives you 30 gigs of uh, 5G data, unlimited Canada-wide calling and international texting. At the end of two years, you either give the phone back or, makes much more sense, pay $343 and keep it. So I did the math. That's a $768 saving. Wow. 
And that's on the 14? iPhones 14. 14, yeah. Yeah. Now, if you want to go to Canada, U.S., you can pay $5 a month more, and instead of 30 gigs of Canada data, you get 50 gigs of Canada, U.S. data, as well as calling. So that's so at that point it'll be so it's a year old at this point at that the point that you give it back it'll be three years old. What do we know about yeah? The so three years old. old I checked at Black Apple and yeah. a three year old phone even now mm-hmm. they would give you about six hundred for. So no brainer to pay the three forty three and oh yeah yeah and sell it afterwards. Yeah, if yeah. you want to get newer or just keep it for another couple of years. Right, you still save it. the. That's what's great is you still save the money anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and I said that's great, but there are some people that don't want iPhones, and he said, well wait. Freedom's also offering a Samsung Galaxy S23, 128 mm-hmm. gig model, for just $10 a month for 24 months. So 240 bucks on the same $45 a month plan, mm-hmm. 30 gigs or $5 more for Canadian. And then at the end of two years, you either the give phone back or pay $380. That's a $1,056 saving. Wow. <laughs> so either choice, iPhone or Apple, those are phenomenal deals. They're only on this weekend. They had tested it out a couple of weeks ago, sold out of everything, took it away, then they raised the price, So, but people kept coming in, so they thought, okay, we're stealing market share from, from TELUS, Bell, and Rogers, so let's do it again. So uh, we've been touting these amazing plans and prices from Freedom. I cannot wholeheartedly endorse them um, because I've had a couple issues and I had it, I thought it was resolved. It was just transition pains mm-hmm. with the Rogers network, but it happened to me again on Wednesday. Uh, and I went 20 minutes in the middle of the day driving across town. So multiple cell towers I should have yeah. been transitioning to. I get uh, nationwide, but can't make a call, can't connect to anything. I have full bars on nationwide. I, like, I've, I tried all the different things, you know, switching to... Airplane mode, full yes. fa- full reset, do complete network reset on the iPhone, and I could not connect. And I, when it was finally done, and I connected twenty minutes later, I talked to support, and they weren't able to tell me anything. They all they could was say, that on Wednesday. Yes. Okay. Wednesday was the day when they were starting to put in some of the new towers. Oh my goodness! It was a nightmare, yeah. and support yeah. had no idea. Yeah. Well, because they don't know what the installation team. Yeah, doing. they don't know what tech oh. is doing. Yeah, it's that's that's. That's the so sorry for the frustration, yeah. but that's the solution long term because that's them starting to put in the towers. And when there's that overlap, because they don't turn off the nationwide until the tower is specced and certified and and all that stuff. So yeah. So the nationwide didn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It's on nationwide, but it's not getting anything. Yeah, because it's the so nationwide weird. now is now being turned. That no, you don't need us anymore because you have your own tower. So oh, it's, but while it's logging down. on a nationwide, yeah, it's, the one isn't up yet while the other one's being kind of shut off to you. Yeah. I seem to get hit every time they make these transitions, but they also, I mean, I feel like you should get a bill credit or something because be out of signal 20 minutes. Yeah. Like if, if, yeah. Like you're, if your business relies on this, don't switch until they're done with this. Yeah. Well, I mean, probably I've, I don't know how many physically people I've helped with this. I know at least probably 40 or 50 people. And I've said to every single one who's texted, like Marie is going to do, and I've said, please get back to me after a couple of weeks and let me know if there's any issues. Yep. Because we're sort of staking our reputation on this. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you cursing us <laughs> late at night yeah. because of this. And one little glitch out in Colwood uh, for an area. Um, and then we turned out it was a condo tower construction and power got turned off. But other than that, uh, it, everyone's saying yeah. that, yeah, because it now seamlessly goes on to the, except for you on Wednesday, yeah. it seamlessly goes on to the Rogers network. Yeah. 
then mm. that seems to I have, be... I did have a client call back and said, man, I hate this network. Okay. Really? So, um, they said, I've just had so many problems that I never had with Bell, they said. Yeah. In two years of using Freedom Mobile, I think I maybe had one or two issues uh, for maybe 10 minutes at a time. The only reason I have left the Freedom Mobile network is because, frankly, Rogers made me a much better deal. Mm. And that's on and they wouldn't. They would not match it, even yeah. after I was one of their first customers and stuck with them through that. They would not match it, so... Sorry. Yeah. The dollars, you know, the dollars it, it came down to, oh, $25 a month and mm-hmm. an extra 25 gigs of data. So, hello. Yeah. But Suzanne and I have been on it, and I do all my work on it. And, yeah, I've got Rogers mm-hmm. as a backup, yeah. but n- tell so, us. But, yeah, that hasn't. So, anyway, so back to what I was going to mention where this started with Marie. Uh, Marie's going to go down and take advantage of that deal. She texted me, and she said... I'm getting an iPhone 14 from Freedom today. My question is about the Freedom warranty compared to Apple Care. If you have time, could you discuss the differences? I'm not a fan of the Freedom warranty because it's done by a company called Likewise. Darren says they're going to have an outlook here in Victoria. They currently don't, so you're either sending it away or driving up to Nanaimo. So uh, if you're going to do it, uh, if you want to get the extended warranty, Apple Care, because Apple Care, at least, Brian, you have the London Drug Stores, which are the authorized Apple Service Center here. Yes, or you could always send it away to Apple. Yeah. Yep. Or you could get a good case mm-hmm. and spend the money on that, because with Apple Care, even if it needs it, you still have to pay money at the time if you mm-hmm. need it. The deductible yep. on Apple Care? The deductible, yeah. Yep. So I've never spent the money on Apple Care. If you, I mean, I lucked out, you know, mine the other year with my past phone is that it just tumbled down in the wrong way and that, mm. you know, it had a case on it, but it landed yeah. square on a rock on the screen. And But I don't know, those happen once in a while and yeah. it's just going to hurt when it happens. If you have a lot of tile floors and you're yeah. dropsy, maybe that's the case for <laughs> Apple Care. But I'm just spending money, you know. Anyway, there we go. Okay. Uh, Ed, on the phone line, stay where you are, um, just because the news break is coming up and I don't want to be short on there. And I'm going to also, I can see what Brian's cryptically put new iPads on the screen. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do one more check because the answer today might be different from what it was when I was doing homework last night. So we'll come back uh, with more on that. We also have, if um, if you pay with your credit card, debit or credit, and you're used to tapping, Mm-hmm. Do you know your PIN code if you need to tap because it's over amount? So I've got a great tip for you from one of our listeners on what to do about that when we continue as well. Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we roll on for October 21st and 22nd, coming up later, we're also going to check out uh, a non-Apple AirTag equivalent, especially for uh, people that want to put one in their wallet. I have one in my wallet, AirTag, and I've got a little bracket for it, but it does have a nice big bulge on it. So we're going to try a new one. We'll actually let you hear the difference and see because it's supposed to be twice as loud. First of all, back to the phone lines, and Ed is with us. Hi, Ed. Good morning, folks. A um, couple of questions here, sort of. I have a, an iPad Pro uh, first-generation 12.9-inch, 
and it it's uh, died on me. What what it's doing is it uh, uh, constantly reboots. It, it reboots. It runs for a minute, and then it reboots again on its own. So Apple folks told me it's a hardware issue and it's it's dead. So I'm looking at replacing it, and I'm looking at um, the iPad Pro or the iPad Air, which I, I'm hearing through the rumor mill there might be a 12.9-inch iPad Air coming out. And I'm wondering, is it worth waiting for, or is it in a good rumor? That's a really good question. I literally wanted to check during the news because I saw one last night, but it was from a source, Digital Trends suggests that Apple may announce updated versions of the mini, air, and entry-level iPad this week. But I just checked, and Mac Rumors says, no, and again, this is all unofficial, no, it's probably going to be November. But those are not affecting the Pro. The new Pro is not expected till next spring because they want to put the new chip in it. Uh, so if you're going to get the Pro, between... you're likely waiting till next spring. But the other three models, we are expecting, whether it's this coming week or later in the month, it's not expected to be dog and pony show. It's expected to be just a news release. Okay, Apple just we'll... announced an updated version of the 10th gen iPad in China, and they added eSIM support in the process. So you could add cell service if you wanted. But as part of that, they've already looked at the specs. So... China is different from us, but we're expecting that soon. So yeah, yeah. as as a retailer, I would probably suggest mid November because that's smack dab in the middle of the golden quarter mm. for for retail sales. Yeah, for retail sales. I mean, the, if you upgraded it to, to the current iPad Pro, yes, you're near, you're close to when the new one comes out, so you could have maybe saved a bit of money. But if it's, yeah, I guess it's not that far away if you can hold off for a month. And yeah. the thing is with the Pro, Ed, is that's the one that's expected to get the biggest spec jump because of the new chip. Okay. Putting the putting right. the, the, the new M chip into it will give you a substantial boost as opposed to a 15 or 20% performance boost, which is kind of awesome in anything else in life. Right. I mean, those new the latest iPad Pros still have the M2 chip and are yeah. incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it could be more incredible in a month, so. Yeah. What was number okay. two, Ed? Uh, well, that, the difference between the Pro and the iPad Air. Mm. What, what would you be, why would you be wanting the Pro? Is it just the 12.9 inch size? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's a huge spec jump. The price jump is also huge. Huge. <laughs> so before you do that, I would go down to the store, London Drugs or wherever, and just play with the with the current model um, pinching and zooming is so easy and so fluid, even on the air. Um, that's what most people do. But if yeah. your vision's to the point where you really need the, that 12.9. Right. But if you're like reading an article, you can't be like pinching. I mean, you can use reader mode, which will yeah. correct that and, and be pretty good, actually. But you wouldn't want to be pinching and zooming into paragraphs. We should mention that because a lot of people don't know about reader mode and they do yeah. pinch and zoom a lot. So if you're reading a news story, Ed, or anybody else that has a, an, an iPad, um, look up at the top where you see the big A, little A. Tap on that and turn on reader mode. It will reformat the page and take out all the non-content. All, it'll keep the pictures that are related to the story. But right. it'll take sometimes. all that other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it sometimes, sometimes it gets it wrong. 
But there you go. And then. Yeah, so it removes ads, increases the font size, doesn't like if it has any margins, it just makes it full screen. Mm-hmm. You can set the, the font size that you want in your reader mode, and yeah. you can turn on dark mode or just slightly gray background, whatever's easiest for your eyes. Yeah, so if you're reading a news site that likes a smaller font, you mm-hmm. can tell it in reader mode no, no, I want 16 point. Or whatever, and then it will remember remember that, Ed, whenever you turn on reader mode. That might save you a ton of money because then you wouldn't need the bigger screen and you definitely wouldn't have to shell out for a pro. Gotcha. Try that out. Okay. Thanks very much, fellas. Thanks, guys. Really good questions. Thank Mm -hmm. you. We're live on Saturday morning if you want to get through. Gary Beyer is here from Tesseract Computers. And a couple things when you reopen on Monday, Gary, that are in the show notes under great deals. Yeah, there are actually a couple, aren't there? Um, we just received a, a fairly sizable shipment of uh, some HP Elite books. That's HP's corporate uh, uh, brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are an A12 processor. It's an AMD 10-core processor, 8 gigs of RAM, 256-gig SSD. We did try Windows 11 on them, and Windows 11 works, but there's no HP software for that Windows 11, so certain things aren't supported. They work with Windows. Yeah but the, the, the HP drivers may not be available. So we put them back down to Windows 10 Pro, and I was going to put them on sale for $250 each, as it says in the show notes, but I'm going to get you to change that because yeah. I'm going to put them down to $199. There are only 10. Ooh. It's first come, first serve. Uh, even if they will only ever run Windows 10 Pro, you've got at least two years of it running that. Uh, so for $199 to get a nice little powerful notebook like this, it's a 14-inch screen, it's a heck of a nice deal. I'm updating the show notes as you speak, so awesome. that's why I'm not saying much here. Awesome. Cross, uh, cross that Ooh, one look at that. out. So where is my subscript? Where's Strike Through? There we go. Technology is amazing. <laughs> now that the notes on are the working. F- on yes. the, yeah, on the fly editing. The other one that we received is uh, we got a nice shipment of the Lenovo uh, T495Ss. So these are... The 495 is the Ryzen version, so the AMD Ryzen processor versus the Core i5 chip. Yeah, so Intel Core i5, Coke, Pepsi, so yep. Intel, AMD. AMD Ryzen. So it is the equivalent of yep. the i5 chip. Yeah. It is 8 gigs of RAM, 256 gig NVMe SSD, so these are direct to motherboard, nice yep. and fast. Windows 11 Pro, these are new USB charging, USB-C charging with USB-C ports, full high-def webcam, all of the great toys. Yeah. They are full business grade with a full one-year warranty. Normally, I sell these at $700. Yeah. So just for, just for next week, I'm putting the ones that are in stock on for $450. Yeah. And then I'm going to start gearing up for Christmas on other stock. So That's awesome. A couple of great deals. Pop on in Monday when we reopen, and Jesse and I will be more than happy to help you out. There you go. And again, that is linked in the show notes if it you're is. driving or writing or doing something there. Okay. Um, one of the things we're going to do, we have some new technology from Adobe that I want you to watch. And again, it's not stuff you can get yet, but it's just showing you how far things have come. And also in answer to the question about... Uh, can I get a device tracker for Android? And we'd said, not really yet. Samsung keeps talking about coming out with theirs. Google keeps talking about coming out with theirs. They haven't yet. There is a Samsung one that's like 150 bucks. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So we found one that works on the Apple system. So you can use everybody's iPhones to help find your lost device. 
uh, but it also works on Android, and they say the claim to fame is that it's twice as loud, so we're going to test it out when we come back after a break. As we roll on on Tech Talk, a really good uh, text here. New iPhone 14 Pro went underwater, still working great. But will this avoid it to be able to bring it back after two years? No. Uh, yeah, most likely not. They, they often have a little uh, litmus indicator inside yep. of them that they can tell if there was water damage and that might void your warranty. Yeah, what you can do if you want is use the Apple support app. Anybody else that this happens, use the Apple support app and book it in for a check. Here in Victoria, it would be at London Drugs. Other cities may have other service depots, or if you're listening to us in Vancouver, you can obviously do that at an Apple store. They will plug it in, and they will tell you if the drowning actually did any water damage. iPhone 14 Pro is insanely... It's actually rated that you can go snorkeling with it. You can take it in the pool and take pictures of the kids. Oh, yes, exactly. I I would do this all the time in the lake. IP68, I think, is the current international standard that they've reached. You just want to make sure that you dry out the um, port and speakers as well as you can, and it will tell you when it's ready to charge again so that you don't plug it in if there's still moisture in the port. And if you need to charge it and it's still wet in the port, you can use wireless charging, which is a really good thing. That's That's a really good question there. Okay, so this is one here. So I put this into the show notes. I'm quite pleased with this little find because I didn't think uh, we were going to have an answer here for you in time for Christmas. So this will be the first one on the Christmas gift lift. Item number 21. If you want a device tracker that's louder than an AirTag, or if you want one that you can slip into your wallet, or if you have an Android phone, Eufy, E-U-F-Y, has released new Find My compatible trackers. I put a picture of two in there. The one is the little device tracker, and the neat thing about it, uh, Gary, is it has a hole in the corner, so it slips right onto your key ring, unlike an AirTag where you have to get a holder for it, and which costs money. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is the wallet size one. I've shown it to Gary. It's literally the thickness of two credit cards. So it's in my wallet, and I've added it to my AirTag because that's the big deal. It's compatible, so I'm going to go to the Find My app, and here's my, here's my current AirTag one, which sounds like this. I'm holding it two inches from... I was holding that two inches from the microphone. So now here's the new one, which is in my wallet, which is about nine inches away from there. And that's inside the yeah, wallet. That's way, yeah, yeah, that's way. Yeah, that's 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 way louder. A lot better. So there you go. So the Eufy Smart Security Smart Track Link is thirty dollars. Um, the Eufy Security Smart Track Card for your wallet is forty dollars. And here's the deal: if you have an Android phone, you can track your items via the Eufy app. So it can still use, if you report yours as lost, it'll still use all the iPhones to help you find it if they go near your item, but you will find the result on the Eufy app. And something that you spotted when you were looking at it, you saw a barcode on I the did. back that I hadn't seen, and it says, scan me if found. Yeah, it's a, uh, not a barcode, it's a... Uh, QR code. QR code, that's right. So what I have to do is now that I've activated, I have, to, I have to go and get the Eufy app, which I wasn't going to get because yeah. I thought, well, it works with Find My. But now I just have to register it. And if I mark it as lost, then if somebody scans that, it gives them my contact info. 
so they can text me, phone me, email Say, me. hey, look what I found. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because hopefully they didn't just find the card, they found my wallet and, yeah. and get something like that. So there you go. So Eufy, E-U-F-Y. So, yeah, so Ron, because when Ron Fraser was in last week, he was frustrated because it was only going to work on iPhones. And lo and behold, it works now on Android phones as well. I love finding things like that. Right below that in the show notes, item number 22, if you're going traveling outside North America and if making phone calls locally and back to Canada is something you'll want to do often, maybe you've got somebody that's got medical conditions or maybe you've got a house rental or something where you need to make regular phone calls back, look for a mobile service provider that'll give you a SIM or an eSIM, which includes a number of minutes of international calling. I did that for a client this week, and they are going to uh, Norway and then Finland. I want to go see the Aurora Borealis. And we discovered that uh, most of the carriers, especially Nordic countries, for three euros extra, so you're paying, I think they, we worked out it was going to be 14 euros, and then it'll be 17 euros because mm-hmm. they're going for three weeks. They get 200 minutes of international calling to about 42 countries. Communications has become cheap. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I remember, because my parents were immigrants from Germany, mm-hmm. that they hesitated to ever call their parents in Germany because it was over $3 a minute. And now, we just Skype calling three cents a minute. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Or, or you just do a FaceTime or a, yep. a Signal or a WhatsApp call, you bet. and we don't. There's no cost. It just yeah. does that. Now, if you're going to do this, if you're going to one of these countries, ask someone you trust at your destination which provider would be best. And if you don't speak the local language, see if they'll go with you to a mobile service provider shop or kiosk, so you walk out with it working. Yeah. That's, that's the thing when you're in a foreign country. This and, stress. hey, you can even use the Translate app to help you. Yes, but better that you get somebody yeah. who speaks it because the, the idiosyncrasies of technology don't always work well on a Translate app because you're talking words and terms that don't always translate. We've discovered that one there. Okay, uh, I'm going to get Brian to do one here. This is really cool. Now, this is radio. I know, obvious, but what we're going to do is video, so I encourage you to go watch it, but I think you'll be able to tell the impressiveness of this here. Adobe this week unveiled some amazing new tech they're working on, but in case you missed it on the news, the one that got everyone talking is video number 40 in the Tech Talk show notes, Project Primrose, which was unveiled by Adobe's Christine Dirk. (laughs) Introducing Project Primrose, a digital dress that brings fabric to life. Unlike traditional clothing, uh, which is static, Primrose allows me to refresh my look in a moment. (laughs) Her dress is changing before her eyes. Wow. That is wild. I mean, come on, that's crazy. (laughs) What is happening right now? (laughs) There you go. You got to go see that. That is impressive that technology. Really is. And she is the person that is the chief designer on this. She sewed the fabric. So it's basically um, what they call uh, what was the actual phrase that that they said there? Um, dynamic dress that changes its pattern with the tap of a button, or you can put it in automatic mode, and as you move, the pattern will change as you bend and move. So this is. It looks like they're all. It's all going between like silver and white 
Yes. Like it kind of has two modes. It's on or off. Yeah, remember the debate about the whether the dress oh, yeah, yeah. was black mm-hmm. or, or gold or purple? Yep. Uh, this will really get people going. So it's like a fish scale kind of pattern. Yeah. Um, so And then the, each scale can change color so they can recreate yep. all these different patterns with it. I it kind of feel, I'm getting guessing it's like kind of like an e-ink thing. Yeah. Um, similar technology there, but it's very impressive. Yeah, and, and again, it's not something you can buy. They just want to show that Adobe has pushed the technology to that point. You know every fashion designer and label in the world is going to be yeah. beating, oh, come beating on. them. You yeah. know the military is going to be all over it, too. <laughs> yeah. Pure camouflage. Yes. Yeah. Have you got Project Fastville queued up as well? Oh, yes. Right okay, here. so video number 41, right below that, is also from Adobe Sneaks presentation. Gabriel Huang used AI to quickly remove people from a photo and then used AI generative fill, which you were talking about, yes, yeah. um, to fill in where they were. And I, and I, like the people in the audience, were wondering, okay, why was he demoing that? Because Ron showed us this on his phone, Last week, we put it into the show notes. I've repeated it this week as 17 because the notes were acting up last week. And I'm going, okay, why are you doing this at a demonstration of new technology? Well, I believe you have seen this before, right? You can use generative AI to assist you with image editing. What is the surprise here? Well, what if I tell you this is not a photo? This is, this is actually a video. Look. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. All right, um, so uh, this is Project Fastfill. See, using Fastfill, you can edit your video as easy as editing a photo. Look, I just added this one single frame, and the result is being applied to each individual frame. So I know you couldn't see that, but I, hopefully you could tell by the sound there, Gary, mm-hmm. that he clicked the play button, and, it, and as it's going through, it's removing seamlessly removing that from every yeah. frame and and not taking 20 minutes to do it. He, you heard the delay and it was five seconds and then there it is. What's great too, I mean, you'd think video might have been the first place they could have done this because you can, if there's an object or person that's in there, the next frame they might not be in the same spot. So it actually has the information of what is behind the person. So it should yes. be easier to generate that in yeah. the other frames. He also demoed adding things to videos, like adding a tie to a guy walking down the steps. And then when they thought that was impressive, he goes, but wait, it's not just motion tracking. As the guy bends over and walks in and out of sunlight, <laughs> the, the tie changed. No way. Yeah. That's, like casting that's shadows or the, yeah. the lighting on the tie yeah. chains. And the pattern and the band oh and everything. Goodness. So go check it out. Those are the, just a couple of the things. I put a link to the actual, they call this sneaks every year. They do their, pre, they do their presentation mm-hmm. in there. So um, I put them into the videos, but I also put it into a number 19, which is uh, a link to all of the projects, which have, and again, they're just cutting edge, showing you what's coming in the coming few years. Quick break, back with more. As we continue on Tech Talk, hour number two coming up with lots more stuff, including an update for those of you that got your phone from Shaw Mobile and still have a tab to pay off. We have good news. They have a solution for you. But right now, back to the phone lines and Ted. Hi, Ted. Welcome to Tech Talk on CFAX 1070. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Hi. I've got this uh, strange problem. Uh, I can, I've can. i got a uh, Samsung printer. It's really uh, old. I don't know, five, six, seven years, whatever. Color or black or white? Is it uh, what? color or black no, or white uh, printer? Black, black and white. And black is it and connected white. by cable or Wi-Fi? 
cable. Okay, carry on. Yes, thanks. And I've got a Lenovo um, ThinkPad. Yeah, I got from Tesseract, uh, I don't know, three, four, five years ago. Anyhow, I can print uh, a Word document, but I cannot print uh, any PDF documents that come in as attachments like uh, from your hydro bill or straw. And I've tried printing two ways, uh, the control P, Yep. And it uh, just comes back uh, with a message that says, print failed, something went wrong when trying to print. Okay, I think I know what that one is. Gary's got, I think, you know, the same thing. Save oh, okay, save yeah. the, the other, PDF the first. Is, Hold on. The save, the, save the PDF first, and then and print then it print. from where you saved it. Well, uh, save the PDF? No, no. Yeah. Open up the PDF in the attachment. Yeah, I'm looking at one now. Okay, now there should be a floppy disk in the upper right, which is the icon for save. Uh, a floppy disk or a floppy disk with a pen in the corner, in the upper right. Uh, On the toolbar that goes across the top of the PDF. Open should one be up. able to even just right-click on it and say save Oh, yeah, as. okay, sorry. So, yeah, close it down. Sorry, make it easier. Go to the email where it's attached. Okay. Right-click on it and save. All right, so I've got, I'm looking at the document in PDF. Uh, no, no, close down the PDF. The you PDF. want to be looking at the email where you see the PDF attached to it. Okay. Instead of clicking on it to open it, right-click on it on the attachment itself. And you should get the option to save. Open or save. Right? Save. Click on save. Make a note of the name. Change the name if you don't like the name. And make a note of where you're saving it, presumably in your documents. Okay. Uh, and how about downloads? Oh, you can. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, save as type Adobe Acrobat. Yeah, that's all done that's for fine, you. Yeah. Just click on the save button. Okay, I'm going to talk to you off the air because we're going to take a news break. But what I'm going to get you to do is then double-click on where you saved it. Open it up. And print from there. Yep. That should solve the problem, but fingers crossed. We'll have the answer for you when we continue on hour number two of Tech Talk. Stay with us. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. This is the second half for October 21st and 22nd of the year 2023. Glad to have you along. If you're just tuning in, we're live on Saturday morning. Sunday afternoons are rebroadcast. And Brian, despite his cold, is working away to <laughs> make a podcast. It's all working. You're feeling better. I've been doing well. I mean, medicine is a great thing. <laughs> and coffee. <laughs> and coffee, yes. Gary made coffee. Gary is Gary Beyer from Tesseract Computers on Broughton near Douglas, who's in with us here. If you're just tuning in before the news, we were talking to Ted, who was having difficulty printing a PDF, even though other things would print on his Samsung printer. Yep. So we had him download the attachment, uh -huh. save it, and try printing from there. Same error message. So I thought, so I asked him what was the model number, and I went and used uh, Bing AI chat, and I said, how old is a Samsung SCX4623F printer age? And it says, I can't find the exact age. However, I found a review from TechSpot that was last updated in July of 2012. Huh. The review mentions that the printer has a sleek black design and lots of features for the money. Yeah. 2012. So... 
11 years ago. 11 years ago. So, Ted, for I'll bring you back on the line there. So, for you, it's time to get yourself uh, a new printer. And we've been having a lot of this in the last couple of months as the, the software for Windows and Mac is updated stuff stops working. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it just won't print, period. Other times it'll print, but it won't scan. Mm -hmm. In your case, Ted, it will print some stuff, but it won't for security. It's not allowed to print a PDF. And yet, uh, uh, Windows seems to communicate communicate with the, the printer just fine. Yep. So I thought yeah. maybe the P PDF is... Uh... No, it's not that. You could try another PDF, but the fact that we downloaded it and tried to print it instead of printing from the on-screen, that, yeah. that was our clue. What app is he printing from then? He was printing right from the, from the PDF. In Adobe? Yeah. Or? In, yeah, were you using Adobe? When you opened it up, uh, that's a good point, uh, Ted. Did it open up in Adobe Reader? Did it open up in Edge? Well, I don't know. I, I so when you double-clicked on, on it... I just click on the attachment and... Yep. Uh, and what know. icon down at the bottom has a ring, Is has a glow around it? Is it the red Adobe logo, or is it Microsoft Edge or Chrome? Okay. Got to get my glasses back on yeah. here. <laughs> it, I mean, Edge is defaulting to open PDFs in oh. most cases, yeah. so that might he might not be getting around the problem then if that's yeah. how it was opening in the first place. Oh, it was previewing Because he's printing web before. pages, so then he would have no problem. Oh. It's not it. So oh, I'm right, quite sure right. it's that issue. I'll put you back on hold. But that's basically it, because we had another person here as well who, uh, for the person, I'll find it, it was a text who had um, an HP printer. With a Mac yeah, with a Mac. And in fact, I forwarded this one to you as well, Brian, but I'm guessing that this is going to turn out to be the the same issue here. It's an HP 6962, won't scan on Monterey 12.7. Yeah, I think the last drivers, I looked that up, the last drivers I could find were 10.0.7 or something that old. Yeah. So the fact that that has been working up till now is... It's a wow factor. Yeah, bonus points yeah, for you. Absolutely. But. You got a couple of years extra use out of that printer. Right, yeah. so AirPrint isn't working. But you can often add the printer just by its IP address on your network, Yeah, and it will still work that way. There are no drivers for this printer. None. None. Uh, it, this isn't really old. Zero HP support anymore. Even with, it, like, Bonjour? Yeah, HP 6962. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you can print, but can't scan. Because the oh, scan, oh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, the scan. So time. So I was asking Ted, how much do you print? So there's a couple options there. There aren't a lot of really good budget printers anymore. But the so if you print any significant quantity of documents, getting an EcoTank, Epson EcoTank, Canon make them as well. They're mm -hmm. just nowhere near as easy to use and to set up the Epson or just plug and play and all mm -hmm. that. And as I say, they're they're on sale. I wouldn't buy one right away unless you really need to print Ted because they'll probably be coming on sale in the next couple of weeks, especially as we get towards Black Friday. Yeah. And you get some really good deals there. Currently, they're at Costco where you get an extra black ink bottle. So you get three years instead of two years worth of printing right. for most people. That's yeah. four forty nine. I bet you I could stretch that for four or five. Yeah, there is a cheaper that. model that's available for three thirty-nine. It'd be nice to at least get down to the three hundred dollar mark. But if you're a Costco member, that's really good. There, I checked; they're not on sale at um, London Drugs or Best Buy or at Staples. <coughs> but that would be one option. If you don't print that much, 
then I don't really have a great option for you because all the ones use those little dinky expensive cartridges. Yeah, I mean, get the EcoTank and you're just going to have to spread the cost over, you know, a long time, but also make sure that you maintain the printer because the blocked print heads will be the biggest issue yeah. if you never really use it. Yeah, yeah so. we're actually experiencing that. I'm using one of the EcoTank printers right now uh, at the store and we've had it for about a year and a half mm-hmm. and we are now finally experiencing on one of the colors, a blocked yeah. print head. So all you need to do is do the hidden power cleaning, not the head cleaning. Done it already. Oh, mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. It's not unclogging it. Okay. So it's it's almost time for after a year and a half in a business environment, yeah. it's 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 paid for itself. Right. Yeah. More yeah. than so. I must have set up a good hundred of those for people, and yeah. people say, "Why didn't I do this years ago?" Right. And I don't right. get paid anything by Epson to ever say this. It just. Well, yeah, and we just, are after that year and a half. Even though we're a business, we're still on those first. For first uh, uh, inks, yep. we have not had to fill them up yet. So yeah, it's it's those eco tank printers are quite phenomenal. Yeah, mine's down to one third tanks, and that's the original tank. So yeah. I have the bottle sitting there, and I keep looking mm-hmm. at them, saying, "Oh, one of these days I'll do it." But yeah, mm-hmm. so Ted, that would be the solution for anybody else. Um, for who was the person that had the uh, Barry um, with the HP Office yet? Same time there. Time to get. Has he tried just doing direct line to the printer, like not going over the network? I tell you what, Barry, I've sent your email to Brian, so okay. just in case we can get another year, year or something out of it, uh, I'll ask Brian to, to get back to you and offer you some Mac-specific suggestions that mm. I don't know, and we'll do that one there. Wanted to do one other homework video for you oh. here before we move on, because one of the things we do is mark hallmarks in technology. Amazon this week hit a milestone launching a new service which they've been talking about for years video number 42 begins with john love amazon's pharmacy vp oh, just finding my cue point sorry it's cold that one's oh, cold that one. as fast as possible no, that one it's can that go cold that was oh the, yeah. the notes here says oh cold haha <laughs> read the wrong note <laughs> we're excited to announce that customers in college station texas who signed up for prime air are going to be able to get prescription medication delivered to their doorstep in under 60 minutes. What does that really mean? That means getting as close as possible to our customers, to our patients, as fast as possible. It's that golden window that we talk so much about during medical school, that the second you understand that something might be happening with a patient, that they may be experiencing a medical condition, you want to get them the care they need as quickly as possible. And with drone delivery, In many cases, the product's going to show up at your house faster than if you went out to get it. It really is unparalleled in the experience for getting prescription medication. There you go. So it's just College Station, Texas, but the drones are up and delivering prescriptions within an hour. Wow. Extra fees for that or anything? No, no extra fees. Oh, man. That's unreal. I'm always a little hesitant with Amazon because I don't love them as a company, but this is incredible. And if you watch the video, they go into the the safety features. What happens uh-huh. if when they get to your house, there's no safe place to drop it? Yep. Well, then it goes back and they phone you. But uh-huh. they've got all those things built in. Uh, yeah. So, Brian, do you have a queue up on number 45? Oh, I can. Can yeah. you? I had to, it took, yeah, anyway, there was a problem before. You can just go anywhere sort oh. of around the 10-minute mark already oh. as where I'm sitting. Oh, oh I know what? where this is oh, going. Oh, I'm not signed in because I had to do this in uh, private because the show note problem. Uh, well, this is number uh, 45. It's a okay. helicopter flight. This is Gorak oh. Bista. Yep. Takes Hel- us on a 15-minute unedited helicopter flight 
from Tenzing. Here, I'll play. I'll play it off. Yeah, mine, okay. Brian. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm I watching this on mine here. So I'm watching this on mine right now, and yeah, I got I got wow. you queued up here. Alan, okay, if you, here we if go. Your computer's ready. Yeah, this is this is really cool. You'll hear the sound. Starting at Lukla at 2,860 meters. That will give you a clue if you know your geography. That is Tenzing Hillary Airport. Lukla is in Nepal. And in 15 minutes, they're going to take you up, way up. Oh, yeah. 17,000 foot Mount Everest base camp at Kalapratar. There's lots of videos of Everest and things like this, but this is just no talking, just the sound it's the flight. As, it, as it flies through going up there and the stuff you go over and they give you the little beep with the dots and give you the altitude as you mm. go by, as you go by all the, all the, the landmarks, you go by um, Namchi Bazaar, the Siang Bosch Airstrip, Everest View Hotel, the Teng Bosch Monastery, etc. Pang Bosch, Ding Bosch, La Bosch, Gorak Shep, Kumbu Icefall, things like that. It's a really... Watch it on the big screen if oh, you've yeah. got YouTube on the big screen. Thank you for suggesting that. Yeah, thank you to everybody that, that sends in you know, these videos. No, I have uh, uh, my, my former brother-in-law. One of his bucket list life dreams was to climb at least part of Mount Everest. And he climbed all the way to base camp. Up to 17,000? Yep. Didn't get any higher. Wow. But he made it that far. And I believe he did that one for his, that was for his 45. 40th birthday or 45th birthday, one of those? Yeah. And he said, yeah, incredible. Wow, Brian's just zipping through the video, seeing all this Yeah, stuff. I finally got it working on my screen. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And you can see the tents and everything as you get close mm. up to the one. Okay, do you want to bring up the other one, number number 46? This is on the absolute uh, other end of the scale. <laughs> While Brian is bringing this up, I should mention that Rocky Horror Picture Show is coming back, not when you got to find the cue on the sheet, Brian, for that uh, one, but uh, well, I'm doing that. You. Rocky Four Picture Show coming back next weekend for Halloween at the Vic Cinema, but this yes, is not just is. showing it on the screen. You're encouraged to come and bring the props, those of you that know the movie, <laughs> to get dressed up with the characters, and if you know the lines, you can do what's called shadow dancing. You oh. can go up on stage at uh -huh. the Vic, and at the appropriate time, you say the lines... Oh. In costume that the person... 27 oh. times I've done that <laughs> when oh I was God. younger. I had no idea. Was it the oh, callbacks yeah. is what everybody does? Yeah, the callbacks. You know, yeah. yeah. And, and you bring toast because there's a toast. That's and right. Yeah, and you, you, newspapers. You, you bring newspapers and as an umbrella. And we actually managed one person we knew actually looked like Tim Curry. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it took some uh, forms of bribery, but we actually managed to, to get him to dress up as Frankenfurter. Wow. It if you don't know what we're talking about, oh. go search YouTube for Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is something special. I'm, it we're is. Gonna, we're going to take uh, at least Emma, our international student. I showed her a bit of it and said, this is really weird. Do you want to go? And she goes, yeah. Oh, yeah. I might go with you. I, I can't believe I've said this, but I've never seen Rocky Horror. Oh, no. you have to come. So, this you, is the you way have to see to, Honestly, you can watch <laughs> it at home, but no. No. You want to go where it's interactive, where yep. everybody's dressing up. It's just a blast. It's a memorable experience. Well, I mean, the other problem is that we have a baby right now, so yeah. it might be hard to get out this year, but well, if not this one, next. Oh, you don't want to take a baby to this. No. Uh, so <laughs> no, no. here's the other one. So just well, before we do this, because I love inspiring you to do these things, video number 45 in the show notes is a trailer for the return to movie theaters of a comedy classic. 
Once in a lifetime, there comes a motion picture which changes the whole history of motion pictures. Get on with it. Yes, get on with it. Back in the cinemas in this special new edition. I told them we already got one. With up to 25% more peril. No, it's too perilous. We are the knights who say... Bring your friends. Carry coconut shells. Wear fancy dress. This isn't my nose, it's a false one. You could even sing along if you like. Stop that. You're not going into a song while I'm here. See it again for the first time on the big screen. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberry. <laughs> or if you've never seen it, see it now for the first time. Or see it for the first time since you last saw it. Or if you're very old or very <laughs> ill, see it for what may be the last time. I'm not dead. I think I, I could pull through, sir. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Back in cinemas for the first time since the last time. God be praised. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. You either That's are going to love one. that or you're going to it's, uh, hate. It's the 48 and a half anniversary, yeah. it says on the screen. I'm going to find it interesting how many of, of, of the younger generations are going to enjoy that movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's the neat thing. You transfer from one to another. Yeah. So Monty Python and the Holy Grail will be in theaters in early December. There's a link in the show notes, holygrailincinemas.com, that tells you when, where. Nothing locally yet. They nope. just announced it, that they're doing that, but that is so good. <laughs> Those yeah. lines are so good. The knights who go, yeah. Anyway, okay, back to sensibility. Your turn <laughs> no. to bring us back down to the ground. Star 1070 on a mobile phone in Canada on Saturday morning while we're live. 250-386-1161 on any phone. Texts to 107010. If you text, please include your first name. More of that after this. <laughs> 21 after the hour on Tech Talk with Alan and Gary and Brian. Ricky Winter will be here for our Halloween show next weekend. Back to the phone lines, and Leo's waiting patiently. Hi, Leo. Thanks for waiting. Hey, how are you? How are you this morning? How can we help? Okay, so uh, I'm my wife and I both have uh, iPhone cams. Uh, we're both we don't we're not on any plans now. We paid them out quite a while ago, but we're thinking about switching to uh, 14s. And I was thinking about going to Freedom Mobile because uh, they really have some good offers. My my only question is. I'm concerned about the coverage area of Freedom Mobile. I, I, I yep. just want to no, you, sure that's a very sure. legitimate concern. Happy to report. We talked about this earlier in the show, but happy to report that as part of the deal with Videotron buying Freedom and Rogers buying Shaw, Freedom gets to use the Rogers network for up to 10 years while they build their own towers. They've started building their towers here now, so they are switching over. So right now it'll say freedom in the corner, and then you'll just be driving, and it'll suddenly say nationwide. Now you're on the Rogers network. It's a seamless switchover. There have been a couple glitches. Wednesday they had an area where the two towers were not talking to each other. So there will be some minor glitches, but otherwise um, I'm on it. My wife's on it. Gary's on it. Those deals are, are too... Was on it. Gary switched to Rogers because they gave him a better deal. But yeah, it's 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 not the freedom of the past when they had the problems. Great. So, is any recommendations where I should be going? Yes, um, it's in the show notes. But they, Darren at Freedom Mobile Mayfair says they have some stock on the iPhone 14, and this weekend only, you get it for fifteen dollars a month for twenty-four months. And a $45 plan that gives you Canada-wide or $50 plan that gives you U.S. and Canada. So a $768 saving. 
Yeah. Uh, and the only last question I have on what kind of data would I be getting with that? I like to have a fair bit of data. Yeah, that's 30 gigabytes on the $45 a month plan, 5G data, or 50 gigabytes if you go on the Canada-U.S. plan. Oh, that's amazing. That's well, dramatically better than anybody else out there, Gary. It is. Yeah. Huge savings for me over what I'm paying right now. This is great news. I'm going to give them a call and get it done today. Yeah, please Thanks do so in a couple of weeks. Please do get back to us um, and let us know how it works out because we're recommending this because everyone's saying, other than Brian had a glitch on Wednesday, everyone's saying, yeah, no problems, but I just want to make sure that that stays the way so we can give sure. the feedback. You betcha I will. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I get her done. I've been thinking about it, but I wanted to Yeah, so this first. weekend only on that deal. Okay, perfect. I'm going to get it done. Thank right. you much. Thanks, Leo. Take care. You can go to any one of the stores, but Darren said they have stock at the Mayfair Mall Freedom Store. And again, if you weren't listening to the first hour, if you want a Samsung phone instead, they have the S Galaxy S23 for just $10 a month for 24 months on the same plans, so more than $1,000 saving. So I'm just playing with, or I was going to start playing with the uh, Yuka Food and Cosmetics Scanner. Yes. First thing it wants is your email address. Yes, so it can keep yeah. track of your history. You yeah. don't have to. It should oh, be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sign in, and if you don't want to sign in, it says cancel. Oh, oh there's so you email. do have to create an account yeah. is all. Yeah. But that, I mean, oh, but that's not okay. as bad as it could be. Yeah, it's not tracking you, not selling the information. They tell you right on the website, very specifically, that we are independent. Nobody pays us yeah. to give their reviews. But, yeah, that's where your history comes from mm -hmm. as well. But, yeah, I tried it. Yeah, I forgot about the thing. Thank you for mentioning yep. that. I will add that to the show notes. Okay. If you're still on Shaw Mobile because you're still paying off a phone which you bought from Shaw, good news. Rogers is just about finished creating a team of employees to migrate you and your phone tab over to Rogers Mobile. You should have received an email encouraging you to go into a Rogers store or to contact them next month. The dates are important. I put a screenshot into item number 10. This one says, if you have a MyTab balance on your account, visit or call us after November 1st to ensure we can transfer your MyTab balance. So, Brian, they're going to do it manually. Yes, they you. finally found a way, and it is going to be manual. <laughs> now, here's the catch. If you don't visit or contact them, they will auto-transfer your, your service on your plan to an equivalent plan between December 5th and December 12th, and then you'll have to pay off your tab on the spot. Well... So you have a five-week window to get it done. So if you have a Shaw Mobile phone and you've been waiting to migrate, you just got to wait another 10 days. This is definitely something that would sound like a scam because they're saying transfer now or you're going to have to pay out your whole phone. Like it's kind of that yeah. urgency that we often say yeah. is a scam. But no. I mean, and there may be in a this scam case, that mirrors this. Yeah, in this case, <laughs> they're saying, no, don't transfer now. Wait till wait till November and then yeah. we can transfer you and your tab. If you okay. don't, come December, yep. we will auto transfer you. We'll cut off your Shaw mobile number and you'll have to activate your new SIM card that we're sending you in the mail. So yeah. I've updated my Shaw Mobile migration tips, which you can find in a separate tab on the left or across the top of these notes, and I put a link into them so you can do that. Now, if you've received a Shaw to Rogers self-migration kit in the mail, mm -hmm. you tried to do it, and you had a problem getting your smartphone migrated, happy to report, Rogers has set up a special website to help you finish the process. It's at rogers.com slash complete. Okay. And then basically, 
you report the number. Because they gave you a temporary number, but somehow you never got your original number back. Yep. This will finish the process by sending you a text code to prove it's you and all that. So bonus okay. points to them for setting that up. What's, what are you scanning there, Gary? Oh, I was scanning the uh, bolognese that was on the screen from what you posted. <laughs> yes. And, you know, while the information that Yuka posts is, eh, it's helpful. Mm -hmm. it, it, it says a bit too much salt and not too many additives. What it doesn't give you is the actual nutritional info, info that... that, uh, uh, that well, that's already we on the label. Well, that's, that's the information that I need yeah. to actually make a decision on whether I'm going to be able to eat that food or not. But, well, that's already, just, but that nutritional stuff is all on the label yes. with the barcode. Yeah. They're so, just giving you what the significance of that information is. Well, it is. just tells me that it's got yeah. fruit and vegetables, which is okay, and it's a bit too salty. But when you see two grams of protein, so. but when you see twenty milligrams of salt, is that too salty or is that a little bit of salt? Well, this actually you, tells you. So does the label. It actually tells you your daily intake, what what it is percentage of daily yeah, intake. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to use it. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Yeah. It's right not now, the be all. Eh. It's not the be all and the end all. It's just one step, but no bloody ads, at least. Yes, true. <laughs> on that one there. Okay, we'd love to help you out, Ruth. You're on the phone lines when we come back after this. We got a bunch of texts and emails we're working through. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. With Gary Beyer and Brian Pavlicic and a whole bunch of texts here. We're going to, these are important answers for you, so we're just going to work our way through them here. From Kin, can you suggest a product to improve the Wi Fi signal in a large house? I have Telus for Internet Provider. Gary, that one's an easy yeah, one. Yeah, that one's an easy one. Um, the, 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 it's called... The neutral term is called mesh, and TELUS has its version of mesh, which basically will give you a couple of, call them pucks, where you can place them throughout your house to give you a better signal using the original Wi-Fi router they gave you. Yeah. The nice thing about a mesh system is it doesn't hand off. Your IP travels with you throughout the house, so you've got no, no signal lag, you've got no signal yeah. break ever. Nothing for you to do as yeah. you walk around the house. Exactly. The password, the username Everything moves is the with same. you. So. TELUS is called TELUS Boost Wi-Fi. It's a starter pack, and I believe it's $10 a month. Shop. I believe so, yeah. Rogers, it's now called Rogers Ignite Wi-Fi Puck. Same thing. Yeah. It used to be called Shaw. Shaw Blue Curve, I think it was, but that, that one's there. So that... That, that's an easy one for you. Just simply contact you can, them. Yeah, you can contact them. And they again, they put a monthly charge on your bill. You can actually go to places and buy a mesh system. Yeah. But you're spending four or $500. So, and it's going to get outdated. The yes. advantage of these is they will get replaced yeah. as the technology moves on. So try yeah. that one. So again, just contact TELUS and they will send you the kit. They courier them to you here. Okay, from Bob. I've run into an issue with Excel and Word on my Windows 10 laptop. We have a subscription to Microsoft 365. Several days ago, we could not access Excel or Word files. We got a message. We're sorry. Excel has a problem that is preventing it from working. Excel needs to close. Would you like to repair now? But pressing the repair button, nothing happens. That's a situation, frankly, where, where part of your Office 365 has broken. Yep. The easiest way to fix that is to uninstall Office 365, reboot your system, log into your Microsoft account, 
and download Office 365 again. And Nothing you'll never know what lost. the problem was. Yeah. It'll just work. And yeah. don't worry yet. Gary's yeah. got the key point there. Yeah, All your files, your files are unrelated. Yeah. Microsoft 365 is the tool that opens them. So the can of soup is still on the shelf. Yeah. We're just taking away the can opener and getting you a new can opener. The soup is unaffected. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. So to uninstall, go, uh, Bob, go to the control panel, go to programs. Or, or and, system settings. Yeah. Or setting. Yeah. Set, the you, easiest you just one, type apps. The easiest one is to go, well, because it's going to come up under the control panel under programs, uninstall a program. Even if it's an app, it will okay. still come up oh, there. Oh, yeah. Microsoft 3, and then you will find Microsoft 365, uninstall at the top of the screen. But Gary's got an important point there. Reboot after you've yep. uninstalled. Just clean everything out that way. Yep. Then go to account.microsoft.com, sign in, and get the latest version of Microsoft 365. You'll never know what the problem was. You just won't be cursing it anymore. Would you? Uh, so do you recommend doing it from the control panel? Yes. I find usually for user ease of access, like control panel looks like it did three generations of Windows ago. I don't find yep. it super user-friendly. It, oh, it makes sure that you, that you uninstall it. Well, you, oh, yeah. You're guaranteed to see that it uninstalled because if there's a problem with it, you want to make sure it did uninstall, not it told you it uninstalled. Ah, gotcha. So, yeah, you can find. Yeah, I know you're right. That's the previous generation there. From Chris, we were talking about the Amazon drone prescription delivery here, uh, and somebody said, "How noisy are the prescription delivery drones?" Any video? Yeah, they're fairly noisy, but they mm -hmm. fly at a decent height to keep away from the noise, and then they drop straight down. Well, they don't drop. They descend straight down mm -hmm. to your yard, beep, drop it off, and then yeet, up they go and go back. So, yeah, the video is in there in the show notes. I encourage you to go watch that. It's just, it's the first one, but if it works, they're going to test it out. They're planning to start in California next month, and then they'll roll it out if it works. College Station, Texas, video number 42 in the show notes. Okay. Oh, we were talking about Rocky Horror coming yeah. next weekend to Cinecin uh, to, to Vic Cinema. Uh, somebody whose phone number ends in one two nine one says, "Hi guys, just an aside. Rocky Horror is playing tonight at Cinecenter at UVic. That'll yep. be a sellout. Oh yeah. That's Saturday night. If you're listening to us on Sunday, I don't know whether it's going to be playing there again." Uh, Bruce says, lots of seniors listening to your show. Opportunity to remind us to get vaccine shots that are available now in most pharmacies. Yes, you can get both the flu shot and the COVID shot. And if they've only sent you the reminder for the flu shot, when you book it, ask. Yeah, they'll say, not a problem. Yeah, in most cases, depending on your age. The older, the better. <laughs> Got it. In this case there. Uh, okay, this is semi-politics, but it's a good observation. Loving the show as always, but my thought about using a drone to deliver medication in a highly weaponized state where the statement, hold my beer, can be heard frequently, just has me with visions of those poor drones becoming target practice. Yeah, right. I mean, you can't go to someone's door, apparently, in those states without getting shot. So. Oh, yeah. That's why they fly high and then come right down. They <laughs> I mean, don't come down on an angle over your neighbor's houses. Right. I mean, hopefully for noise and other things too, but yes. Yeah, and they're already working out the thing for what to do on apartment buildings where they'll have to have a drop spot on the roof or something. They're, wow. they're, they're thinking all, all the things there. Okay, from Marie. Uh, okay, so there was a charge on my visa for $63.31. At first, I thought it might be from the pizza that was delivered last night. That's a lot of pizza. Mm -hmm. Or from the website that I sent to a friend where I clicked on the tap now for a free e-copy. But according to the mm -hmm. bank, the fraudster has been trying to tap into my account now since October 10th. Can you believe it? 
My card is canceled, and they're reversing the charges, so now I wait for a new card. Wow, just wow. I'm sure glad I caught that before it got worse. She said they kept trying, but needed the expiry date and the number on the back of the card. The CVV. Yes. Mm. So I don't know where they got that information from, Marie, but for anybody else with a smartphone, please use the Apple Wallet mm-hmm. or Google Wallet or Samsung Wallet. Yeah. All three now give a token. So the merchant doesn't get your card number. They get, a, in effect, they get a phantom card number, PIN, and CVV that's only good for one transaction. So if anybody along the chain has gone rogue, it doesn't matter when they try to charge your card for something else. doesn't work. Yep. And it flags it. It also sends a flag to the bank saying, this merchant, mm-hmm. merchant in air quotes, tried to charge using a token so that's a potential fraud. And they look to see if there's any others. And if so, that information goes to the authorities. Oh, yep. great. So that's a, that's a really good one there. Uh, so we have Ruth on the line. Um, she did try some of the troubleshooting I suggested first, but we could go to her question. Yeah, okay. Hi, Ruth. How's life in James Bay? Hi. Well, it's great here. Except? Loving the new bike lane. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But I have an issue with my the second monitor on my main workstation. Um, for several months, when I wake up the computer, that particular monitor only partly wakes up, if I can put it like that. There's yep. light, light at the top, but not at the bottom. Like and it shows I, half an image? Well, um, it, it, you can see the whole image, but it's shaded, and I... Oh, oh okay. You just, you just gave us the answer. Yes. Monitor okay. needs to be replaced. The backlight, mm-hmm. the LEDs okay. that light up the whole screen, some of okay. them have gone on strike. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm able to put them on by manually, but then yes. yeah, there's issues. Okay, yeah. all so right, that that's an yeah. easy one. So you've got it on a mount, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yep. So we just yeah. need to make sure that we get you a replacement monitor. They're not expensive. I think you've got a twenty-four inch, Ruth. Um, the one on the right. It's the one on the right, and it's it's perpendicular. It is not the one yeah. that you installed for me on the second workstation. No, but it's, it's on the main one. one. If you want to grab a ruler and measure it corner to corner, okay, okay. Um, and then Gary I've got will. One right. Okay. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, well, no, that's fine. If you want to go on to another. No, no, bar. you can do us that, and then Gary will give you a ballpark price for yep. getting a replacement yeah. monitor. You can get like twenty-seven inch, ten eighty p monitors for like a hundred bucks often now. Yeah, this is your chance, Ruth, to decide if you want to replace it with same size because that works for you. Because I know it's a tight space, um, or whether you want a, a bigger one. Well, by nineteen and a half. We want we want corner to corner, not the not the height or the width. We want oh. the diagonal. Okay. And Brian's looking these up in anticipation. 22 and a half. Yeah, so 22-inch. So, no, they'd consider that a 23. Okay. Um, new 23s, kind of, it's an odd size. They're now the 24s. Yeah. And you should get those starting at about 159 to 179 for a 24. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some 24-inch Lenovo used ones coming in, but they're, they're, they're the uh, QLED Really nice monitors. Oh, nice. And those are going to be going for about $110. They should be arriving sort of end of next week. That's I a- wouldn't want to go any wider because there just isn't yeah. room. Yeah. Okay, so we'll stick to the same size. So can you hang in there because you've got two two workstations. Can you hang in there for a few days? 
I can, and I need to see you anyway because my malware bites is expiring. <laughs> okay, send me a text, and we'll do that one later today, and okay. then uh, we can get one from Gary when they got those in. Yeah, but it, you provided the answer when you said that you were getting the shading. That's the yeah, monitor yeah. going south. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. good. All your stuff is safe, and all it's not your computer. It's just the monitor itself needs to be replaced. Okay. okay. All righty. Thanks, Thank Ruth. Okay, bye-bye. Ruth is an amazing lady. If you want to know about historical Bibles, and we're talking historical, yeah. different languages, amazing. And she showed me one that was like 500 years old. Yeah, the talented yeah. people we have in this town. So oh, yeah. Doing that. Like a physical copy of a 500-year-old Bible. Yes, yeah. there we go. Okay, quick break. We That clears the phone lines. If you've got a question while we're live on Saturday, no dumb questions here. And when you can stump us, we'll tell you you stumped us, and we'll go do homework. Star 1070 on a mobile phone or 250-386-1161 on any phone, and text to 107010. The person going to the West Coast in Baja will have that answer when we come back. As we continue on Tech Talk, your quarter to the hour here. Alan, I'm driving down the West Coast of the USA and into Baja soon, says somebody whose phone number is in 1080. At one time, you talked about how to get best cell service and cost down south. Can you remind me where I can find that again? Thank you so much. Yes, if you go to the show notes, shownotes.ca, presuming that works for you, uh, on the left, look for travel tech tips. We put all our updated travel tech tips into one note. And if you scroll down to item number four. And you will find that that one um, lets you use the Verizon free test drive, good for unlimited calling within the US, global texting, 100 gigabytes of data, good for 30 days via their new test drive number. I've created a step-by-step guide on how to do this, and it says, and it's here, you click there. Note that you can only use this free test drive once every 12 months. You could also try the T-Mobile version or the Cricket version, all those. But that's one's free, and we used it in Hawaii last spring, and I've had numerous other people that have tried that. It's a barcode that you scan, takes you to the app, you sign in, and it's good. Yeah, and covers you, and that will cover you. And that Verizon's are a pretty good network in, in the U.S. Okay, other things that are here. We have more questions that we're trying to answer you. I'm getting an option to update my iPad to 16.7.1. Can I do this rather than going to iOS 17? I mean, you can if you're trying to avoid 17, um, but I don't know why you would be at this point. 17 is awesome. We're already at 17.0.3. 17.1 is expected by Tuesday. Okay. Okay. So anybody that's already on 17, 17.1 is not only going to bring a few more bug fixes, a few more security fixes, but it's supposed to bring the features that weren't ready when 17 came out. Mm. So there's a bunch of new features that, that we're waiting for. So they're in there. Yep. So watch for that. But yep, I would go directly to 17. If you're going, I don't see 17, you might have to scroll your finger up on the software update page. If you've got any magnification on in your text size, mm. it'll be off the bottom of the screen. You just have to scroll up and it'll be off the bottom. That is unless you aren't, you don't qualify for it because you have an older iPad that's fallen yeah. off. Yes, if you've got an iPad that's six years old and would have just been pushed off the bus yep. this year w- with 16. And again, if you're just tuning in, new iPads are expected to be announced possibly next week 
maybe not until early November. You'll find iPads are in very short supply at stores because they don't want to have ones that are going to be that are going to be out of date. One other music one there that you can start off cold, Brian, number yeah. 47. This is really cool. You need to see it, what he's doing, but before Brian plays it, I'm going to take it back cold. What he's doing is he's using a device called a looper. So he plays a little bit of sound, and then it loops that, and he goes on to play another sound, and it keeps adding to it. See how long before you recognize the tune. Hammering on a piano. using his finger to flick the strings inside the piano. Name that tune. Oh, it's my jam. Earth, Wind, and Fire. September. Yeah. And he's going to go on and keep looping it together live, all in one take. His name is Peter Bensey. It's really cool. It really shows you how creative you can be as one musician with one instrument. And he's going to play the whole thing. Oh my God, I just realized how excited I get for this song every time. (laughs) Produced by David Foster, local boy. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. He killed it. That is in the show notes down at the bottom, and that is number 47. Okay, quick break, back with our final segment after this. Final three minutes on Tech Talk for October 21st and 22nd. I mentioned this earlier. Because we tap our credit cards and debit cards so often these days to pay for purchases, it can be hard to remember your PIN code for when you're making a purchase that's over the tap limit, which is $100 for debit and usually $250 for credit. I had three people this week that ran into this issue. What we suggest you do is create a note in your smartphone that contains a clue to your card pin. Gary, not the actual, don't, don't actually write put down 4321, write down the clue. You know, whatever that means to my address on Salt Spring 20 years ago. That's what right, you right. write down, whatever that means. Hopefully it's not just the last four digits of my cell phone number, because if they're seeing that, they probably already know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't do that. If that is your pin code. Change it. Yeah, go to the bank and put the card in the machine, and they'll help. They'll help you change it. Yeah, and then do that, and that way it's it's safe. There, it'll help help jog jog your memory. Yeah, Halloween is coming. It is the uh, great pumpkin. The great great mm. pumpkin. That that wonderful Charlie Brown show. Um, Apple's making it free to watch on Apple TV Plus for non subscribers this weekend. Yay! Yeah, that's an. Um, I love that show every year. Yeah. It's, it's it's worth watching. If you are a subscriber to Apple TV+, Plus, you can watch it anytime along with the entire Charlie Brown catalog. But mm-hmm. if you're not, this weekend only, go to Apple TV+. Plus. You don't have to subscribe, and it's the great pumpkin. We'll yeah, I remember when Apple you. bought up these and, and got them, and was it the, the first Christmas they had them, they didn't make the Christmas one free. And that was just yeah. sad. Yeah. So luckily, I have, I have an employee who's got a copy of it on DVD. So we played it at the store a lot. Oh, I know what Brian's got. Oh, yeah. Play oh, yeah. that. To get you in the mood here. Oh, anytime Do it. Now. Do it. Thanks, Windows. <laughs> I got an invitation to a Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great pumpkin. There you go. Go on, go on. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. That's great. Um, 
This is cool. Apple has come up with a way to update an iPhone that's still in its packaging. That will allow them for iOS updates to be applied to unopened smartphones before they're delivered or sold in store. Cool. That will eliminate the time-consuming process of updating an iPhone during the initial setup process. Because normally, by the time you get one, it's right. gone through at least one or more iterations of updates, and then yeah. you're doing all you want to use it, and, oh, okay, now we have to do that. Yes. So, yeah, you basically, they're going to have a system where they put it on a pad, and it sends a special code that turns it on, wakes it up, does the update, powers it back off, and it, the box is unopened. I thought that was impressive. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Netflix's password-sharing crackdown appears to be paying off. No, you were unimpressed with this, Brian. I can hear the <laughs> streaming service added 8.8 million new subscribers in the third quarter of this year, and Netflix says the cancellation rate due to the password sharing crackdown was low, below their expectations, while the retention rate of the new members has been high and healthy. And of course, now Disney Plus is following suit, starting imminently. They're going to start the password crackdown as well. I, yeah, it's. I don't hate this as much as I hate the the ad supported plans because it was always kind of amazing that they let you share it with people all over the country and it yes. didn't complain. Oh, one other video that we'll put in there. We had to, I had to look what new word. Do you know what Kapla is? K-A-P-L-A? No. I had to look this out. I think of them as Jenga blocks, but uh, video number 43 is Domino Toppling Masters, Lily and Ben and their friends, need a lot of friends for this one, <laughs> set a new world record by building and then toppling, get this, an 80 two-foot, 25-meter-tall tower of Kapla blocks, not once, but twice. What's up, Domino community? I'm Hevish Five. I'm Kapla Ben. And we're here at London Olympia building the world record Kapla Tower. Wow. Benjamin, you've been planning this project for a long time. Why did you want to build this? Uh, it's just a very simple idea of just a very tall tower. And then I want to do my usual style, which is uh, self-collapsing. So it starts with the domino line, and then everything falls wow. after that. Yeah, so we're watch and see how they did it. So they they, te- they show you how they built it without it falling down. Yeah, they put safety arms in oh. pieces of cardboard. So if somebody bumps something, we're talking again. Think of this. Look at this. Eight stories tall, inside the the London Olympiad. And then oh. if you get nine, you know, nine tenths of the way up, and somebody goes, "Oops!" So they put in <laughs> safety bars of cardboard. And then when they're all done, they go up and carefully take out the cardboard. And then they get little kids. To come and trigger the boxes, go dee, 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 and then the whole things. And yes. they've, they've planned the collapse, so it does it in a cool way. Like parts, the oh, yeah. falls out, and then the next goes in a pattern. And Although spoiler alert, it doesn't go quite as planned. Oh, yes. it all does collapse, but not the way they planned because it's intricate. It's supposed to collapse from the inside out. So these are like the Jenga block. They're just like long yeah. dominoes, but they're not doing like a Jenga style tower. It's no. just it's just the. They've, had to, they've had to figure out how to do the pattern so it will unravel. And the video it goes through exactly how they did that and showing how they get up there. That's their career. Uh, Lily and Ben go around the world doing, doing demos and teaching kids how to build these. So, Future cool. engineers. There we go. Yeah. Okay, there's a bunch of texts and emails that I haven't got to yet. I'm trying to find answers um, for you. Here's one more before we go. Gary, for you. Like to remind me how to get a list of all the product keys on my computer. I have a new computer I want to transfer them to. P.S. I'd like to recycle them versus throwing in garbage if there's a place to do so for the old computer. Oh, we can take your old computers in. Uh, we do full recycling. Any parts we can use will go into machines that we end up in eventually donating to charities and or yep. refugees. Uh, as for making a list of all of your product codes, uh, 
Bellark Advisor. Yeah, I'll put that into the show notes for next week, and I'll walk you through the steps. I've texted Mark. I've texted you that answer there. Awesome. Fantastic. Thanks for being there, Gary. My pleasure to be here. Go find Gary at Tesseract with Jesse on Monday and take advantage of those specials that are in the show notes. Brian, hope you feel better. Thank you. Thanks for coming and toughing it out today. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.